We are back. I could never be season three. Crazy as it seems, we are already into June. I don't know where that happened in the year. We're almost halfway done. I remember starting the show uh, like six months ago and being saying, hey, your New Year's resolutions, how many have you gotten done? Now we're halfway through. We've probably all fallen off the wagon, but it's okay. Make new ones. Set new goals. That's what we're all about on this show, helping you live your best life. Guys, I have missed talking with you. I have missed connecting with everyone out there through this show and missed talking with the incredible guests that we are fortunate to have in studio. Have two more incredible guests today. First time we've ever had two guests on the show at one time. I just want to remind everyone, as so much negativity in the world, be the positive. See the positive. Be the positive. I'm going to use this. Tomorrow is my birthday, and for my birthday wish for everyone out there my birthday gift that you can give to me don't wish me a happy birthday send a text message just call someone and say hey thinking about you have a great week something simple all it takes five seconds pick up your phone do just that today again we have two incredible guests two females who are hilarious in their comedy show they are the creators stars producers directors writers they basically do everything on this incredible show teachers on tv land which has its season three premiere tomorrow tuesday june 5th please welcome katie colleton and katie o'brien Thank you very much. Happy Thank early you. birthday. We yeah. didn't know. I know. Right. We should have brought you something. So well, sorry. you failed. So okay. you could just go do that and we'll restart <laughs> we'll the show We'll be right back. Over. We'll be right. We're going to go to Walgreens. We'll be right back. <laughs> what kind of birthday gift do you get at Walgreens? Oh, That's where I get all shoes. my birthday gifts. Really? <laughs> <laughs> like what? What do you get? Bags of candy. That's a good Socks. Gift. It's really, That's um, an okay it's really fun to get a gift from Katie O'Brien. <laughs> hey, Let really? me tell you. Have Snow you gotten Globe. gifts? What, what have is, you gotten? That are That is just candy? Yes. Yes? <laughs> I go to. Hey, you can never a have too much candy. A bag of candy, I think it's a nice. A bag of candy. Although I, I do love sweets, so it is actually go. thoughtful. Fantastic. Yeah. Season three, congratulations to you. Thank you. Both. Yeah. Tomorrow, are you excited? Is it crazy to think that you're already on to season three? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is. Well, because, it, yeah, it'll be um, 30 episodes is what we've done. So this will yeah. be, season three is 30 through 50. And it's insane to think that at the end of it, we'll have done 50 episodes. It feels like we're in a surreal world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's so much to talk about with the show, so much to get into. Again, we are live here on YouTube every Monday at 4, 10 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, if you want to follow me after the show, at the only MC on Twitter and on Instagram. If you want to follow these ladies at Katie Colleton on Twitter, at Katie C. O'Brien on Twitter. And again, we are here on Popcorn Talk Network. So thankful to be here. Follow everything going on there at Popcorn Talk Network. You're advancing the storyline in season three. I've watched the episode. Hilarious. You don't realize when you're a kid the mm-hmm. lives that teachers have, which is what this show is about. Yes. Yes. As a kid, I feel like you think your teacher is like this very responsible 40 to 50-year-old adult yeah. who's really got their lives together. And in reality, they're like 23, 24. <laughs> and they're these young people that are just trying to figure out their lives while like molding America's youth. Yeah. So we really like to play with that. Yeah, teachers online date, teachers yeah. get drunk, teachers are people. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, when yeah. you're online dating and all you see are like <laughs> the dads in your class, I'm sure it's embarrassing. Is this something that you ever thought about when you were younger? Or is this something that is a realization now as you're doing the show and maybe talking with other teachers of this was happening all throughout when I was a kid? I don't know that I ever... The only time I ever really registered to me growing up was I I saw one of my teachers working at Target, 
And it blew my mind. And I remember thinking, like, what are you doing working at Target? <laughs> like, you're a teacher. But now I'm like, oh, my gosh. Teachers don't make enough money. Nope. She had a second job. Yeah. And she sees me, like, staring at her open oh. mouth in the aisle. But now as an adult, like, talking to friends and family who are teachers, you realize a lot more, like, oh, my gosh. Of course that's what you deal with. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I had a teacher. My fourth grade teacher also tutored me because I wasn't doing well. And I remember <laughs> my mom asked her to tutor me after school and being, like, horrified that she like, was at my house and it's like she knows too much. <laughs> too much. She's seen too much. Like, she met my dog who's always shooting on the floor. Too and much. it's like, oh, my God, Miss Spencer knows. <laughs> there, there's supposed to be a line, like, 8 a.m. to 3. You yeah. know this world. Yes. After three, do you not. Do not. Nothing. Please uh-huh. don't come over. You evaporate. You disappear. <laughs> and you come back at 8 a.m. Yeah, please don't see how long I played with Barbies. Yeah. <laughs> Where do you get the material and the jokes from? We have a lot of friends who are teachers, uh, family members that are teachers, and then we also, so our writer's room is predominantly women. Mm-hmm. There's six of us Katie's. Mm-hmm. We're all named Katie. <laughs> we created yeah, the, the show. Katie the Katie Dids. The Katie Dids. We're in, we started mm-hmm. as an improv and sketch group in Chicago. Okay. Yes. And so, uh, so we get a lot of ideas from teachers, from friends, from family, and then we try to bring just like a lot of our own lives into the classroom as women. Yeah, because it's a, it's a workplace comedy, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. just the same thing you struggle with, you know, at, at jobs we had, you just put it on teachers, and it's just a different dynamic now that it's in front of children. Yeah, <laughs> certainly. Uh, do you remember, I mean, looking back, do you remember your teachers and being like, oh, this would make sense? Oh, maybe this would explain why, like you said, working at Target or other things like that? <laughs> well, that's a good question. I mean, no, I mean, like, I didn't pay attention to my teachers. Like, I just thought they were there to serve me, I guess, or, like, teach me. <laughs> and then you, like, so we, we started talking about the show, and the idea of the show was, like, yeah, that's insane. There's probably such weird stuff going on behind mm-hmm. the scenes. Yeah. You don't even think about it. Like, I can't imagine what happened in the teacher's I remember lounge. watching an episode, and it was, like, uh, everyone was out for recess. All the kids were out for recess. And mm-hmm. you have the teachers, like, talking with another, and they're, like, gossiping. And then you're just yelling at a child. <laughs> Back to the conversation about who's in a relationship or doing whatever. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, it is. It's a weird dynamic when you have things going on in your life and then you have to juggle work. And we have to do that and be, you're put on such a pedestal, you know, of, of you're supposed to be this moral high ground. Yeah. And we, as people, are not always that. Mm-hmm. Do you feel now. that, uh, is there pressure to be an accurate mm-hmm. representation or encouragement for teachers versus showing people what there is in real life? Yes. We feel, one thing that we feel like very strongly about is, um, we want the show to be very accurate to what teachers experience and what they mm-hmm. feel. And, like, we often say, like, we want to be the voice that teachers, like, you can't talk about how shitty kids are. <laughs> and, you know, like, as a teacher, like, you can't. And so, yeah. uh, you know, we always are like, we kind of want to say and do the things teachers wish they could, yeah. but really can't. But I think we get excited, you know, uh, a huge part of the following of the show are, is teachers. Yeah. So it's great. We love hearing that they're like, that's what happens or that's what I wish this you could is... say. It's crazy. My character, Miss Snap, mm-hmm. is so rude and bitchy and promiscuous and self-obsessed and the amount of times I get tagged of like, this is exactly like so-and-so and I'm like, there's oh. that many teachers out there like her? <laughs> that is scary. Mm-hmm. She only does lessons on pop culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and you have the picture, I think we might have one of the pictures of you in the classroom with the, there's like spelling or something as important with the, the, t- the naked guy 
guy in the back. Not oh, naked, yeah. but like a yeah, shirtless. Yeah. Reading is cool Reading poster is cool with, with a with shirtless a guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's how Miss Snap motivates. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, you got to find these ways. Yeah, yeah. you got to get creative. So what mm-hmm. kind of students were you both growing up? Do you do you resonate with a particular kind? There's a serial pooper. Any? Yes. I wish. Oh. Unfortunately, I was not. I would oh. love I knew, to have claimed that. I knew to hit the toilet. Yeah. Um, I was a nerd. I was real a loser. I was shy, I was a shy nerd. Um, so it's not very interesting. It's just sad. <laughs> I loved reading. I loved writing on my own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I loved math. Like it was Ooh. pathetic. I didn't yeah. love math. I was a do-gooder too. I, like anything was like, well, I'll do it. I'll help. I'd love to stay after. And yeah, yeah like very much a by the by the rules, mm-hmm. annoying little. Yeah, the person who was like, we can't do that because the teacher said we couldn't. That's inappropriate. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We were yeah. not cool. I think the more you get older, you realize like the punishments don't matter. Oh my and God, you were yeah. younger, it was like, no, but don't put, don't say this is going to go on my record forever. And you're like, yeah. no, I'm like, who Why did cares? I care? I wasted so many years. I could have been yeah. like living my best life, not caring. <laughs> mm-hmm. I remember on one field trip, I was in fifth grade, and I threw a rubber snake in the back of the bus as like a joke. <gasps> How and the teacher was like, you? how dare you? And I was like, okay, I am so sorry. <laughs> I, was like, I will never do that again. That was horrible. I I will punish myself. And I was like, this is so stupid. Like, I should have just been like, sorry, lady. I'm living my yeah. life. Like, mm-hmm. I just was so paranoid. I, and I remember in sixth grade, I was like, at school after hours to do, like, extra work for fun. Like, and my friend Leslie and I decided just to see if we could pick the lock on the teacher's closet. Mm-hmm. But the sad thing is we picked the lock, opened it, and then just closed it. Oh, yeah. Was, yeah. Like, it's the right thing to do. We didn't even take anything. Yeah. Like, there was, like, a candy jar. Like, we just literally no. picked the lock, and then we're like, mm. we did it. Okay, okay, close it. No, no, no. We don't. We can't take anything. Yeah. <laughs> you can create a time machine. That's, like, time one that you're going yeah. back. Yeah. I'm taking a piece of that candy. Yeah, it's, like, it's so lame. And teachers talk about those things. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. the guaranteed, later that day or later that week, they were like, oh, one of my students threw this snake. And she really, really funny, but I had to, so I had to punish yeah 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 i Mm. wish i wasn't so aware of rules and being so freaked out Mm -hmm. i would go back and do it differently right i know well now we can tell our kids and be like no 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 yeah do whatever you'll be just fine (laughs) what can we expect from season three i know you say it's it's 10 episodes and then another 10 Mm -hmm. i don't want you to go too much of what's in the later 10 Mm -hmm. latter 10 yes sorry my english teacher is going to punish me for later versus latter but what can we expect i mean what do we see more of this season Versus the last couple seasons. Well, we decided because we have done 30 episodes at this point. So we really kind of mm-hmm. wanted to broaden the world and not tell the same stories. So mm-hmm. we kind of have some new territory. We um, have Patricia Belcher on playing the front office lady because a lot of teachers, and it came from teachers writing in and saying that the front office is like the key oh. to everything and they hold all the power. Mm-hmm. So we kind of created a character off that. We have the LSC, which is like basically school board. Um, and so we have different areas that we get to explore that we hadn't, you know, that the the policies that are implemented in, like, a district affects teachers day-to-day and things like that. Yeah, we also really lucked out with some really cool guest stars this season. We have um, David Wayne comes and plays Pastor Ted, um, a uh, closeted pastor. Yes. And uh, Lennon Parham comes as a local children's book author. Mm -hmm. Um, We do a book fair. Everybody remembers the book fair, Mm -hmm. the Scholastic Book Fair. It was the best. The best. If you didn't get a science kit or something like that. Oh, yeah. Or a paint kit. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Books that came with toys were all It it had nothing to do with the books. books. Yeah. Yeah. No, Lennon, we have a book fair episode where my teacher decides she wants to write a book. 
and might accidentally write a pro-anorexia. Mm. Mm. Well, <laughs> it's an accident. it happens. It's in, um, it happens, you know? Yeah. You can't always tell the right message. Yeah. No. She just got a message. <laughs> yeah. You can't get every step right. Mm. How much inspiration do you get from those other teachers who are writing? You said, uh, like, teachers were like, hey, yeah. this front office. We'll just hear a lot. You know, when, when we do different shows and, and online, social media, people tend to write in. Um, we did a copier plot in season two because everything we did, there was, like, hundreds of write-ins about how when the copier breaks, all hell goes loose in a school. So just because we heard it so much, we did field, tri- field trip this year because yeah. people kept asking for it. Yeah. Um, Where is the field trip to? Well, well ironically, the they never we, leave. Oh, well. Every, it's, the whole, it's a whole bus that runs on the bus. <laughs> yeah, they never leave the bus. Uh-huh. Everything goes goes to... Uh, yeah. yeah. We have a missing child and also a missing Postmates delivery person. <laughs> and it's the question is, which is the priority? Yeah. yeah. It's difficult to debate that. Postmates. Yeah. Yeah, come on. Uh, obviously. You don't want your food to be cold. Yeah. <laughs> the kid can be found how at any you, point. How are you going to have energy to search for the kid if you don't <laughs> yeah. have something to eat? Exactly. Yeah, you need to carb up. All yeah. makes mm-hmm. sense. At what age did you both know that you wanted to do comedy? Growing up, both being the bookworms, both being kind of <laughs> nerd in your words, not mine. No, I own it. At what age did you know, hey, comedy seems like something I'm good at? Well, see, it's funny because, like, I always was a huge fan of comedy. That's all I ever watched. Like, mm-hmm. Lucille Ball, Saturday Night Live, Molly Shannon. Um, but it, like, took me until, like, when you were like, what age? 22. <laughs> to realize, like, <laughs> that I could maybe do it. You know, it took a long time for me to realize, oh, that's a career path I could do. I was always in theater. Okay. I was in musicals. I auditioned for everything. Got told no to everything. Repeatedly, people were like, you're so shy. And it was like, Yeah. <laughs> That's accurate. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I do love, you know, um, just being a goofball. So it took a long time. But, I mean, I went to college. and was What did theater. you go to college for? Theater? I went um, for psychology and then added okay. theater. Again, slow, slow mm. process slow burn. of me. Slow burn. Yeah. And me being, like, finally, like, I really want to do this. I actually <laughs> want to do it my whole life and just been quiet. <laughs> it just it took a while. Yeah, I was the same. I grew up in Omaha, and just nobody was an actor. Like, that was an insane career path. Unless you did, like, local theater, but, like, everybody always had, like, a normal job. Mm -hmm. And so I was very similar, like, growing up. I was, like, I always was in plays and wanted to do all of that stuff, but was always telling everybody, like, I'm going to go to law school. I'm going to be a lawyer, but would do improv at, like, midnight. And then it wasn't until after, I would, I, I think high school maybe was when I actually was like, yeah, I really want to do this. What do most people do in Omaha? They're uh, business people. Okay. Um, the Warren, know, Warren Buffett people. is from Omaha, yes, the Oracle he, the of Oracle Omaha. Oracle of Omaha. We're yeah. very proud of Warren. And Nebraska is obviously big farming. Huge farming. So I feel like, yeah, those are two things yeah. that's like, oh, yeah, one of these. Yeah, I just feel like it's not, like, I feel like people, it's very more practical. Like, I didn't know anybody that was like... Yeah, I grew up in Kansas, and there was one kid in our town who was in a movie. Oh my gosh, I want to get the name. It's with Robin Williams, and he like... It's like about the eight kids. Dead Poet Society? No, no, it's a comedy. (laughs) (laughs) It's a comedy. But anyway, it like, I just remember everyone being like, whoa! Like, he had... He made it. He made it. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't think anything ever happened again for him. Maybe. I don't know. It didn't follow his career, but... um, How big of a town in Kansas? I'm from Overland Park, so it's it's okay. it's a solid suburb. Okay. But it is a suburb. Yeah. There's still farming communities around us as well. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a sign yet? Did they put one up for you of like home of Oh God no. No? <laughs> We're working on it. Yeah, we're we're trying to well, get the city. I'm from to do Overland it. Park, which is where um I didn't know this growing up because they weren't 
famous when I was growing up, but now it's Paul Rudd, Jason Sudeikis, and Rob Riggle really? are all from my hometown. Like, they hit, you know, like, I was maybe in, like, high school or college yeah. when they hit, you know, so it's like, yeah. but they're all from my hometown, which makes Still me be like, it. comedy. Comedy town. Yeah. 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 What's town. in the water in Overland Park? <laughs> Overland Park, Kansas, if you wanted to come, move there. <laughs> oh, my God. So, when did you both meet because the Katie Dids again mm-hmm. six girls all from the derivative Catherine yes. yeah so when did that all come together we met in Chicago we all moved to Chicago to perform improv and comedy and pursue the stream and uh, we all met there and Caitlin Barlow uh, just happened to notice that a bunch of women were named Katie in the community mm-hmm. and put a group together yeah it was it was a fluke she put us together for a one night only show just like on a dumb it was a show that you know anyone you want to play with play and Caitlin was like let's get all the Katies together and we just had so much fun we did it again and again it was very organic and that like there wasn't a plan until there was until finally we were like this is really fun maybe we should actually become a team yeah and then we did like a run at one theater for three months and that's when we moved to IO and that at at that point we were like let's see if we can like do something with this um but it was it was never like planned it just kind of happened. While you're doing the, you know, figuring it out and doing maybe a show and then another show, what else are you, are you working another job? Oh, are yes. you struggling? Yes, baby. Yeah, what do you got? What yes. Let's hear, what are these oh, jobs? I, I, I love hearing the brag. side jobs. I do not want to brag. No, but brag. I was but a hostess. Brag. Nice. That then got promoted to a waitress. That then she got... brings this up at work all the time. <laughs> I don't want to brag, y'all. Oh my God. Then I got demoted to cocktailing. Ooh. Was yeah. th- Almost fired, but then squeaked my way back in. <laughs> I wait. I was a waitress. I worked as a yeah. I did like everything. Yeah, yeah I. Oh, I we did, also sold fiber bars. Yeah, both of us did like it, demos of fiber bars. You know, which fiber? is the most. It's the most like, degrading. With demos, so like, like door so at, like, to Whole door, Foods, like at Whole, Whole Foods, Foods, you go and set up your fiber bars and say like, "Do you want to try?" <laughs> and all anyone wants mm-hmm. to talk to, it's usually. Uh, senior citizens yeah. approaching you need that fiber or asking about bowel people. movements and how quickly it'll happen and like <laughs> literally my day was going here's the thing if I eat two or three it usually happens it's I don't know I don't but know. I can't say about your age I don't know like <laughs> what issues sure. are you facing <laughs> and it, it yeah. was yeah it was a bad time when my entire trunk was filled with thousands of fiber oh, bars yeah. Yeah. Actually, when we got the call for teachers that um, we had sold it, I was at Whole Foods doing a food demo. And I just left as if, like, I've made it, baby. This is the first day of the rest of my life. And then the contract didn't close for nine months. So it's like, oh, I just returned the next day. I'm out of here. Like, I was like, I can't stay. I just sold a pilot. Goodbye, losers. (laughs) Nine months later, the deal closed. So it was like, oh, okay. Oh, I'll be Um, back. I do I'll need be back the money next, next week. For, for, <laughs> I'm gonna need the monies. <laughs> yeah, it's insane. I don't know. I just was so excited. Yeah, you can't yeah. work after getting that call. But no. then it's like, oh yeah, you, you do need to. We did that for employment. a long time. How old were you both when you were doing that? Obviously, it was after college. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. fiber bars was old. <laughs> <laughs> I was late twenties <laughs> doing fiber bars, so that was my. It's funny, I actually got, like, worse. My first job out of college was I was a marketing director for a theater. Mm-hmm. Totally unqualified. Did not know what I was doing. Fucking yeah, whatever. Bu- bullshit yeah, like a mofo. Yeah, you made it. It's theater. And then 
got, did insurance billing for a durable medical supply company. Nice. Hello, hello. Um, and then went to Fiber Bar. So it's like I actually got worse. Like, you- <laughs> Like, worse and worse. Uh, I got to hit the bottom before realizing <laughs> yeah. that that's the foundation of where I'm going to build. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. what was, you obviously had friends who were probably in other stages of life at that point. Like oh, having yeah. families, having getting families, married, buying making homes. money. Yeah. What is that like when you're talking with them you and li- they're lie. like, oh, are you, you're still doing this. You you're lie still- through your teeth. Yeah. I went to my 10-year high school reunion and uh, everyone was like, what do you do? And I go, improv. And they were like, oh, okay, wow, that's so sad. <laughs> and it was like, yeah, that's, um, no, I'm single, I uh, have no money, I work two jobs, mm. and I do improv at night, mm-hmm. but I couldn't be happier. Yeah. yeah. I did a little thing called The Backtrack, Ooh. where you start up real successful, where I'd be like, I'm performing at Second City, yeah. uh, alum Stephen Colbert, uh, Steve Carell, <laughs> to name a few. Um, are you on a stage there? Uh, no. Um, yeah. I will be on a stage there eventually. Yeah. When do you think, so what are you doing? I'm actually in classes. Like, it would go, like, the full, it would go the full back. So I like yeah. to do that, where yeah. you start really high, start, and then you mm-hmm. backtrack. You but it's make necessary. It so cool. it's, you, you have know, to. You think yeah. until you make it. Well, you if you fake want it, until you make if it. If you want to do this, you're going to struggle. You yeah. know, like it's just what you have to mm-hmm. do, and you have to really love it. Yeah. But yeah, it's humiliating in every family event. Was there <laughs> ever a thought of not continuing? Hundred percent. I still yeah. think about it. Yeah. <laughs> Does yeah. she no. know this? Does yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Sorry, oh, season three starts tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> what if my head just exploded? <laughs> um, no, yeah, for sure. I actually, like, right as we sold teachers, I was kind of wondering if I should, like, I love this business, and, mm-hmm. like, I love entertainment, so I wasn't, like, saying, like, I'm going to go to law school, but I was thinking, maybe I'll transition into being, like, trying to work at a production company and, like, yeah. work my way up that way, is, is, like, where I was at when we sold teachers. How close? Like, I was, had talked to a bunch of people, and that's, like, there's only so long you can sell fiber bars for. Yeah. Yeah. So, um... Yeah, I was, like, really close to walking away when we sold it. Mm-hmm. Um, but who knows? I would have walked away and then five months later been like, here's the thing. Here's I love the, the craft. Right back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I walked – there was a bunch of times – there was a period, maybe a year or two before, where it does, like, when when things get hard uh, and you're – you know, when if, if, like, love life isn't going well and career life isn't go- – you know, and you don't have the money and you're just trying to do this art form mm-hmm. and you're not getting where you want, it is hard. So I definitely took, like – a break at one point. It was only six months long and I came crawling right back. Yeah. But it was like, I don't, I'm just going to work a job and maybe not do as much improv because this is exhausting. But then, but then you remember you love it. Yeah. So you come back. It's exhausting, but it's the thing that continues to drive you and give you the energy. Yeah. Yeah. It's so true. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Ever thought, you said, you thought several times about all the time. Walking away. (laughs) Constantly. Yeah. Because you do, well, it's like a weird path because like you said, like, when we were pursuing it, like, you know, we I was in college and we were, like, in our early 20s and you're watching other people, like, have health insurance and have cars. And yeah. it does become a weird thing yeah. of, like, gosh, am I okay doing this forever if yeah. it, nothing happens? Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of a hard question. So I thought about it a lot. But also there is a, this part of you that's, like, driven to be like, no, no, I have to do this. And if I was sitting in an office, I would always be thinking about doing this. Yeah. This is going to be a real Debbie Downer thought, but I was going to say, I actually think it doesn't go away. She's joking when she says she's yeah. thinking about it. But this doing entertainment industry is like a sacrifice, right? Like, there's yeah. always going to be, like, mm-hmm. we're at, you know, the highest level of success that we ever thought we'd get. 
but you're still working 24-7. Do you want to work 24-7? Yeah. Yep. You know, and do you feel like the sacrifices you're making are mm-hmm. are what you want? So it's like there's always – and then, is, you know, if Teachers Ends, what's the next project? Yep. You could be, you know – so it, it feels like this career path is always – is like a relationship where you like are constantly having to choose yes yeah you know like that it's the same i mean even the longest shows you know you think of a very successful show friends the office yeah. seinfeld all eight to ten seasons yeah. so at some point it there ends. is the next yeah right. Right. yeah there's always that and then you never know you know people can be on huge shows and then never do anything again and then or they could have a great career so the katie dids all together uh working on teachers mm-hmm. uh what was the process like of getting teachers picked up, formulated, going to networks, pitching? How did that all go? It's very serendipitous. Um, but with that being said, Did you teach your big word. Yeah, well, I'm really trying to get my please spell. I'm trying to impress yeah. everybody. Um, <laughs> serendipitous. That's been the word I've been trying to drop for the last twenty minutes. Um, <laughs> No, but we, so we all had been performing in Chicago and, like, just could not get anything off the ground. Uh, some of us mm-hmm. could. Um, really. But we didn't. Uh, and so, what was your question? The, oh, my. <laughs> how, did we, how did we sell the show? How oh, did you sell oh, the right, show? Okay, so yeah. I did have a way to get there. So, everybody was saying no to us and we couldn't get cast in anything. And so then mm-hmm. a friend of ours who's an executive producer on the show, Matt Miller, came to us with this idea. And he was like, would you ever do a web series about teaching and being teachers? Because mm-hmm. he had heard on some radio program that teaching was the most adulterous but most revered profession. And he thought that was really interesting. Mm. And so we did this web series and released it and didn't think anything of it. And then uh, TV Land happened to watch the um, web series and liked it and offered to buy it. And so we were getting ready to package it. And uh, Allison Brie had come on as an executive producer. We had done like a whole marketing. I was marketing director. We did like a whole marketing plan for it, but like we didn't really know what to expect. We we did it because we wanted to make a web series, but it was there weren't a ton online at the time. Like I think there was like two successful ones. Yeah, Broad City. And so I think it was like Broad City came out like just before us, and we were trying Mm -hmm. to like copy. What did they do? Yeah. But um, so we did like push it a lot. You know, do press releases, Mm -hmm. find teacher blogs, try to find. But yeah, it was just kind of luck that WME found it, mm-hmm. and a couple other um, above average like bought. Did okay. they buy a couple? No, Onion bought a couple of the episodes. Yeah, um, and above average just asked if we would do some videos with them. So it got us a lot of opportunity. But it was really good timing. It was before web series were everywhere. It was how like did, how did you finance the original production or what? We did we did a Kickstarter. Yeah. Okay, but then we were super lucky in that um, this wonderful production company Capgun came on and they're a production company that mainly did like commercials and we're looking to do more um original content original awesome. content and so they said you know here we'll we'll back you guys if we come on you know if you sell the show we're executive yeah. producers and they did they basically the shoot was like we had the dp of um like boss which was that mm-hmm. uh, kelsey grammar yep. like real yep. legitimate people <laughs> uh you know a whole crew and we i mean we paid them like the whole thing was like five thousand dollars is all we paid, and it yeah. was probably like a hundred thousand dollars. You yeah. know, like of all the it, every, every person was yeah. a favor. Yeah, that just worked for Capgun. Yeah, so we we are so grateful for Capgun because I don't know if it had looked if it would have sold if it mm-hmm. didn't have as uh, high quality. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, I feel like that's a lot of people who you know go into the entertainment field they they know what they're good at and they mm-hmm. might be good but they don't know how to get it to that next level yeah. how right. do you pitch it to someone how does a, someone right. actually buy it i have good content here it is right i'm good at this right how what do i do luckily i think about this all the time because when we were pitching to sell the show 
you know, a lot of the feedback we got uh, before we started to go out to pitch was like, how is this show different than other teaching shows? There's a lot of teacher shows. Like, how is this show different? And because we had done the web series, we kind of had this proof of concept that was like, here's how it's different. It's totally different. We're following six women. This is the world we want to show. And I think if we didn't have the web series, it would have never sold. No. Because it would have been very hard to prove just in writing how the show would be different. Well, mm-hmm. and Brad Gardner is the um, TV Land executive who bought the show. And, and he, I'm very grateful he thinks this. But I, since he said it, I now think about it with other things I pitch. Is he's like, I don't... I didn't necessarily buy the show. I bought your guys' voice, and I love your voice. Mm. And so I do think that's what you're selling in a room. It's just your voice. So to be as Mm -hmm. specific as possible with your type of humor. And, yes, it does matter what the premise is and the the characters, but it more matters that they trust that you're funny and Mm -hmm. that you know how to tell a story. Mm -hmm. Um, And they they like the type of stories you tell. So I feel like a lot of it is is you have to find out your voice before you can, even if you have this great idea that's never been thought of, if they don't, like, trust 100% who you are and what you want to say, I don't know that they'll buy it. Well, I was going to say, I know a lot of even just people who are in other businesses who, when right. they hire someone, they're not hiring someone who's even like the most qualified for the job specifically. Right. They're hiring a good person because right. that creates a good atmosphere, that creates a good future. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Katie Dids, was it helpful, obviously, having everyone kind of together on this? The six of you and times weren't great, or maybe you're trying to get something done, or one of you is wanting to walk away to have the five say, no, 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 we're all in this together. Yeah, we really feel so... At this point, we've been together for 10 years. Wow. Yeah. That, um, is, that, is that crazy to think? It's crazy. It's How long does it feel? Two, three years? What is it? I would go 20. four. I'm just, <laughs> kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, it does. Well, it feels at this point like we're family. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. crossed over to that okay. point. So, like, that's both a positive and... Well, yeah. I guess it's not a negative, but family is in, like, you're so honest mm-hmm. with your so family. honest. <laughs> yeah. But you love them so... I mean, yeah. totally trust your family. So. And you have this amazing network of people that support you. And, you know, we feel really fortunate that no matter what happens after the show, I'll always have these women to go back to mm-hmm. for working opportunities, right. for advice, for what do you think about this. So it's kind of like this professional, like, network that we've created... And I, like, trust them implicitly with anything. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, no, and it was really lovely. I think, you know, we were kind of thrown in the deep end of, like, we'd done improv and sketch, and we had created Teachers the Web Series. When we got the pilot and then the series order, we did not know what we were doing. And it was so nice to go through that with five other people. Yeah. You yeah. know, it'd be so scary to go. It was already scary, but at least we're like, well... If we go down, we go down together. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah, that's great. A six you, bed, a six bedroom apartment is cheaper to rent than a one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yep. So it's nice. You you feel safer taking risks mm-hmm. and like fighting for the stuff you want in the show because you have five people backing you up. Yeah, yeah. It really much reminded me. You said you've been together for ten years, and obviously that means you've been working together for ten years and doing things. And it reminds me, uh, last season we had James Murray on from Impractical Jokers who they were turned down so many times. And I remember once they were turned down in their 20s, and they're now in their mid-30s, very successful. But mid-20s, they were turned down, and they, the, someone said, you hadn't lost enough yet mm. yeah. to be you, to be fully you and embrace that, and that comes out. Do you see that now? Of you're thankful that you weren't as successful in yes. your mid-20s and early on? Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I think so. I think it took me a while. I think this job, I think... I think this job is very difficult so I think you have to be very strong and you have to really know yourself and you just can't do that unless you failed a bunch mm-hmm. so like I do agree a hundred percent like if I hadn't tried you know put up a million shows that bombed you know my I wouldn't be as good at 
at this craft, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I think if I we had gotten I'd gotten this at like twenty two or twenty five, I would have blown it real fast. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. And I also think it takes a long time, like especially as comedians to find your voice. Like it takes mm-hmm. a really long time to like be comfortable with your type of comedy and like what you really like. I think it takes a lot of failure to get to that point where you're just like, this is who I am. This is the type of comedy I do. Mm-hmm. And I'm okay with that. Because yeah. I love my loved my time in Chicago more than anything. But when I think of it, it was just a lot of failing. It was a lot of putting up horrible shows. Horrible shows. Writing. I wrote like a one-person show. That like, no, stuff would go well. But it never went like as well as you thought it would go. <laughs> you know, like there's a, a ton of improv shows, a ton of sketches. I filmed a ton of shorts. And yeah, a lot of them did, did well or were fine. Mm-hmm. But also a lot of them bombed. Um... And I think that's important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You look back and you're certainly grateful for that. Now, it's yeah. never, you're never grateful in the moment. In the moment. No. Yeah, no, I'm never no. going to feel this way that I'm grateful for this failure. Yeah. But then you are. Yeah. yeah. Being that you've gone through that, what is your definition of success? Mm. Um, well, I think my definition of success is, is, is being able to do. I kind of don't care what at what level but being able to do comedy you know like being able to create your own stuff and put it out there Mm -hmm. um because that's what feels good that's what i love doing i don't know that you're that we're able to do that is the gift i feel like tv land has given us yeah i agree with that and to be able to produce content that you're really proud of no matter because i think you know i talk to a lot of people that are like yeah i'm writing this but like I don't know, it's what they want, and Mm -hmm. I don't like it. Mm -hmm. Or, I'm working on the show, I hate the show, but, like, whatever, it's a job. And uh, while, I mean, any job you're really grateful for, but I feel like like we've been very fortunate, and I would define it as when you are able to produce and create content that you love and you're really proud of and you don't care what the reception is. Like, it just is like, this Mm -hmm. is what it is, I love it, I think is probably, there's nothing Mm -hmm. better than that. Yeah, because that's how I feel each season with teachers is I love it. I'm really proud of us. And there feels there's a safety in that feeling like I hope, you know, we get another season and I hope it continues. But that's all you can do is try yeah. your best. You yeah. know, so it, it feels good to know that you're proud of what you're creating. Yeah. I think I remember hearing something, one of the few original shows that you did, uh, it wouldn't sell out or you would book a show and like family members or friends. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Lots and, of them. Like, tell me what, the, like, people didn't show up or you no. had, you could do it or you couldn't do it based on the number of people? There was a rule <laughs> at, uh, at IO where we performed, I don't know if it's still a rule, but the rule is if there's more people on stage than there are in the audience, the show is canceled. And so there were so many times where, like, we would invite, like, a coworker, and they'd be the only one that would show up, and there'd be six of us on stage, and they'd be like, sorry, Diane, uh, we're not going to be performing tonight. Or the oh. conversation that was like, Diane drove 45 minutes to get here. Can we still do the show? <laughs> Can we please perform. do the show? I'm sorry, you guys. And it's like, it's going to be so weird in front of Diane. It's like, yeah. but Diane just drove. She sacrificed yeah. her night. Yeah. Like, that conversation. I did so many midnight shows so for two, midnight two to three people. I yeah. did a lot of shows. But, you know, it still was fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you tell that person, you know, <laughs> looking back, that person, you 10 years ago, you however many years ago when you're going through that, what do you tell them now to keep them motivated? I think just keep going. I think you, if you enjoy, this is what I always tell people when they're asking for advice and they're struggling. I was like, you have, this is going to be a long journey and you have to enjoy the journey. And so you have to find a way to enjoy the midnight show with two people. And if you can't, maybe this isn't 
for you. But if you can, then just keep going because if you try, work hard, you know, you put yourself into it, something something will come. Mm-hmm. But it might be, you know, a long time. So you have to enjoy those shows where no one shows up. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it'll happen. It'll happen a lot. A lot. Yeah. I was actually performing in a show, one of my favorite memories of um, Donnie Skybox at Second City. And we asked for an audience suggestion. And there was only like, there was there was probably 15 people, which was like, okay, okay. That's yeah. a nice Whoa, house. Look at you. But they asked for a suggestion and my mom was there and the lights came on and my mom was asleep. <laughs> <laughs> It made me laugh so hard. I was like, oh, there we go. <laughs> it was like a 10.30 on Friday show. And in the middle of it, you got to the audience. So my mom was full on second row, <laughs> head back. And everyone knew it was my mom. And everyone looked at me and I was like, I don't know. <laughs> it's like, uh, too late. <laughs> really, really doing some top-notch comedy tonight. My own mother is bored. My daughter's performing at midnight. <laughs> It was like, whoops. 30 years from now, you look back and people are talking about your lives and your content. Mm. What are two things, maybe one from each of you, of what you want people to remember you for? Oh, yikes. Ooh. (laughs) Well, I hope uh, the two things, I always say, like, I'm... I, like, know what I am. I'm never going to be the funniest person in the room. Like, Mm. I'm never going to be the best writer. I'm never, like, I'm very aware of my product. But the one thing I always say is, like, I hope people can look back and be like, she was fun and she was nice. And I liked working with her. Mm. Like, that, to me, would be the ideal. I would say we've had that conversation a lot where we say, like, yeah, I kind of agree. Of Like, I I hope um, that the people who work with me are, like, she worked hard and she made people feel good. You know, whether that's through my comedy or just being in the room. Yeah. Um, that's what I would love. And again, that's what people remember and that's what can get you that next job when you have someone who's like, you know what? She's great. She's talented, yeah. but she's yes. also such a nice person to work with yeah. and you'll get far we with We come her. across that a lot, casting people on the yeah. show. It's mm-hmm. a lot of people that, like our mm-hmm. showrunner, Ian, will be like, you know who's so nice and so great? And it never is, they're the funniest, they're the most amazing performer. It's just like, they're great. I like them. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It goes a long way. And we've also yeah. had people, that, you know, who will say like, they're miserable. You don't want that. Yeah. They're really talented, but they're miserable. Brings I don't the want whole, to be around that. the whole vibe down. Yeah. yeah. Such a you're, you're there for such, kill. Yeah, you're there for such mm-hmm. long hours that it's like we really are do feel strongly about when we're casting that it's like I want people who are going to be fun and kind mm-hmm. and like yeah. easygoing. So you yeah. know we try not to bring on any assholes. And it reflects you know other than yourselves oh, in thank the you show. So much. Thank in you. the show, so much. yes. Thank you. Again, thank you so much. <laughs> uh, I always like to close off with like a fun segment. I mean, we talk about a lot of serious stuff, but fun segment with school. We got some good like Jeopardy music that we bring oh, on ooh. here to like ask some fun questions. So if you're ready, we got like four questions. You ready? Yes. Okay. okay. Favorite subject in school? Math. Oh, loser. Uh, mine was English. Hey, wow, so so Bold. much more cool. Bold move, girl. That was your chance to say gym, and you missed it. No, <laughs> English. Uh, favorite teacher that stands out, one that made an impact, and why? Oh, I had two. They were both high school teachers, but uh, Miss Fisher and Mr. Bone. They were just very supportive of me. Yeah, I would say I always, uh, Mr. Jeff Yarnell, he was my drama teacher, mm-hmm. who was the one who was like, stop being so shy. So I got to give him credit. And then um, Jeffrey Ullum, same. They were teachers who were like, I know you love comedy. Maybe, like, try it. Yeah. Uh, what grade subject would you actually teach? What, oh, 
as young as possible so they weren't aware I'm bad. Yeah. <laughs> second. Yeah, like I would do kindergarten. Well, no, kindergarten they'd be devils. Yeah, first or second so they like no, wouldn't be aware that you like yeah. don't know what you're talking mm-hmm. about. Yeah, and they're potty trained. Mm, very important, very important. Finally, uh, what mascot would your school have? If you could choose a mascot. Ooh. Um, I, my first thought was unicorn, which is so sad. Okay. Great answer. Great. Well, <laughs> mine was a bumblebee, and I was like, why am I choosing an insect? I just want people to have a big imagination. Oh. There you go. Oh, look at that. <laughs> wow. What a way to close it off. Katie and Katie, thank you so much. Thank you. For thank coming you. in and kicking off this third season. And the third season of your show kicks off tomorrow, Tuesday, June 5th on TV Land. Again, if you want to follow them after the show, at Katie Colleton on Twitter, at Katie C. O'Brien. What does the C stand for? Claire. Claire. Yep. Very nice. I'm at the only MC on Instagram and Twitter. Once again, we're here on Popcorn Talk every single Monday live at 410. Appreciate you guys joining us. Hopefully you learned something. Hopefully you left feeling a little inspired. Again, give me a birthday gift and text one of your friends Call one of your friends. Tell them you appreciate them. Tell them you hope they have a great week. Do it for me, but also do it for them. Guys, thank you so much. Have a great week. We'll see you next time.